Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello, hi. Let's talk about girl math. Have you weighed in on girl math yet? It's kind of hard to say girl math. It keeps making me think, you know that song, Drunk Girls? Drunk Girls. So I keep in my head being like, girl math. Anyways, so there's this trend of talking about girl math. And if you haven't heard of this, girl math is funny little things related to spending and budgeting. So I'll give you a couple examples that I've seen people talk about. Like if you preloaded your Starbucks app with money and then you go buy Starbucks, that coffee is free. That doesn't count as spending. Or if you go to the store and you're going to return something, like let's say you're going to return something for $25 and then you buy a new thing for $100, that thing was really only $75 because you returned the $25 thing first. Let's see, some other ones. Anything under $5 is basically free. If your favorite store is having a big sale and you don't buy something, you're basically losing money. You get the idea, right? And I saw this and I was like, oh, that's funny. I had a couple thoughts off the, right off the bat. One, that's funny. Two, I've been so conditioned against using the word girl when we mean an adult person that I cringe when I hear a girl and I want to say woman. I want to be like woman math. But then I thought that doesn't sound as good and it's not as funny. And maybe we're reclaiming girl. Maybe we've reached another turning point in the language. So I thought about that. And then number three, I thought this is going to be such a perfect example of the internet cycle of arguments. And I was right. So the internet cycle of arguments, it's not even always arguments. The internet cycle of things. It's like something happens and then there's a little bit of a reaction or backlash to that thing. And then there's a little bit of a reaction or backlash to that thing. And I can give you a couple of examples. So the one that comes to mind is when the Notre Dame, Notre Dame church in Paris burned down. And the initial reaction was like, oh no, that church burned down. And then a bunch of people were like, oh no, I visited that church and here's a picture of me visiting there. And that makes me sad that it burned down. And then the reaction slash backlash was, well, there were two actually. One was, this is not the time to be posting your vacation photos. And two, well, a lot of people seem really upset that this church in Paris burned down, but not as many people seem upset that this other church, I forget where, somewhere in the American South had also recently burned down. And I think it was arson or vandalism. I, my, my memory is fuzzy on the details. So again, going back, so it was like church burned down. We all feel sad. Some of us shared photos. I totally did this. I was like, oh, it was just there. And then the reaction was either like, not the time to share your vacation photos or why are you sad about this thing when you should be more sad about this other thing? And then the reaction to that was like, no, people are allowed to be sad when a famous historical thing burns down and sharing vacation photos isn't a flex that I went to Paris last year. It's, hey, this is a monument. A lot of us have a shared experience of visiting it and we can mourn that together. So that's an example. There are definitely others. Girl math is a very clear example. There was this thing. It was funny, the girl math reels and TikToks and jokes and whatnot. And then there was a reaction or a backlash that was like, hey, this reinforces negative stereotypes about girls and women, that they're not good with money, that they just like to shop all the time, etc. And then the backlash to the backlash, which is like, no, we're allowed to talk about our own experiences with shopping. Like we're allowed to make this joke about ourselves. 
And I thought all of this was just really, really interesting. One, because it was a great example of the internet cycle of arguments, which I I hope someone is studying this somewhere. I hope some grad student getting a degree in anthropology or something is documenting this and writing an academic paper about it. I would be so interested in that. The second reason I thought it was interesting is I often feel like I pick a lane when I see an internet cycle of arguments. I'm like, you know, of the initial reaction, the backlash or the backlash to the backlash, like I can usually choose one and say, oh yeah, that's where my opinion is. But with this one, I was truly, truly, truly like I get everyone here and I love everyone here and this is all great. And generally I'm not a big fan of anything that's kind of both sidesy, like, oh, well, both sides have a good point or like good people on both sides, whatever. But in this case, I was thinking, no, the joke about girl math is funny. The people who are worried about negative stereotypes are totally right. And the people who want us to be careful not to tear down people who are making jokes and sharing their own experiences too much are also totally right and awesome. And that almost never happens, at least in my mind. I was pumped. I said, this is interesting and it's funny. And I like everyone involved. And that's not often how the internet works. Usually something that is this engaging is sort of maddening, (laughs) but this wasn't, I felt really good about it. And also just going back to the original, I am so, I don't even want to say guilty of some of these things. So I'll give you an example. I shopped the Nordstrom anniversary sale last month and I spent about $400, but I'm going to return most of the stuff I got, probably at least half of it. But I have already closed out the July budget. So when I go back and return this stuff, that's going to be like $200 in my clothing budget ready to go for August or in the future. And this again gets to the point that it can be both things. I am objectively good at money. Like I I, I don't generally say that I'm good at a lot of things. I have a lot of anxiety and self-consciousness and self-doubt, but I am good with money. I, I don't have to tell you that. You listen to my podcast that is about personal finance. So it can be two things. Like at the end of the year, am I actually going to get my total spending on clothing wrong because of some of this mental gymnastics that I'm doing around spending? No, of course, absolutely not. It will be correct in the spreadsheet. The numbers will be tracked accurately. I'm going to know the total amount of money that I spent on clothes this year. But... I still do that mental math and I still get that little zing of dopamine when I put $200 back in my clothing budget. And I'm pumped about that. I mean, I guess I could go back and update July to the net amount after the returns, but I don't, I'm not going to do that. And I don't have to hashtag girl math. I'm just going to, I'm going to do it the way that I want. I'm going to do it the way that I like. And I also, okay, let's see if I have the words here. Do you ever have thoughts, but the words don't quite download into your brain? And so you have this thought that you want to say, but you're not sure you exactly have the right words to say it. I think I struggle the most with the third bucket here in girl math. I think I could say the first thing, yep, the joke is funny. I totally do that. The second thing, I don't want to reinforce negative stereotypes about women. And I know that that's something I value. And I think that I feel good that that's not something I'm doing when I make jokes about girl math, because clearly I am good with money and also do silly mental things when it comes to shopping sometimes. The third piece is where I struggle a little bit more with my words. And it's like, okay, maybe the girl math jokes point towards negative stereotypes about not being good with money or about shopping a lot, buying lots of coffee, spending money. And this all ties back to a thing I think about all the time, which is how personal finance content for men tends to focus more on investing and personal finance content for women tends to focus more on budgeting and cutting spending. And there's this idea that, you know, I mean, oldest joke in the book, women go shopping. And I think 
Okay. Words downloading. I think one thing to do might be to talk less about shopping as a woman who is also a personal finance content creator and to not emphasize that and to not play into those stereotypes. But on the other hand, I might say, yeah, I am a woman and I like shopping and I like buying coffee and there's nothing wrong with that. And I should be able to talk about that without feeling embarrassed if this helps. Because again, I'm not 100% sure I'm getting my words right here, but it feels very similar to the idea that there's a lot of advice for women at work to not apologize as much, not use exclamations as much, but also maybe the advice to men should be like, maybe apologize more, maybe use more exclamation points. And of course I'm, I'm using men and women here as conversational shortcut. I don't mean to leave out non-binary trans or any other genders, but my, most of my experience is in being a woman and talking to men (laughs) at work. But so maybe Instead of saying that we shouldn't make jokes about our own shopping and spending habits, the point is maybe we shouldn't view those shopping and spending habits negatively. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> okay. In any case, those that's my hot take. All of my hot takes, I always say they're more like lukewarm takes, but that's my lukewarm take on girl math. I like it. Whatever your thought about is it, excuse me, whatever your thought is about it. I like it. Whatever of those buckets that you fall in. I'm here for it. I made an Instagram post about this yesterday afternoon. I was just chuckling about this to myself. So if you have thoughts, you can always DM me. But for today's podcast episode, and this is unusual, there is a whole post about what I'm talking about. And you could go leave a comment there too and join in on some others who have already shared their thoughts. All right, my friends, that is all I have for you right now. I will be back on Thursday with an episode of Mixed Drinks where I'll talk about a couple different topics instead of just focusing on one. I've got a good list going on my phone too. I got some stuff to say. I hope your week is off to the very, very, very best start it possibly can. If you enjoyed listening, you could share this episode with a friend who also has some opinions about girl math, or you could leave a review on the Apple Podcasts app if you leave a written review. That's amazing. Like uh, DJ Diz did, who said, this podcast is very accessible and akin to chatting with a close friend, which is just how I feel when I sit here. I feel like I'm chatting with you. So thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.